You're listening to 103.9 Life FM. I'm David Braithwaite. Internationally renowned Australian evangelist Tim Hall will be in sale this weekend for a series of inspirational meetings. Pastor Tim has ministered extensively across the world for more than 40 years and seen one million people come to Christ, thousands healed and countless people experience the power of God. He has ministered across Australia and New Zealand, as well as Vanuatu, the Philippines and the USA. The meetings will be held at the Stables, 199 Raymond Street Sale, on Friday and Saturday from 7pm and Sunday from 10am and 7pm. Entry will be free. To discuss the event, I caught up this week with Tim Hall and Brian Heath, pastor at City Builders Church, which is based at the Stables. I began by asking Pastor Tim to provide a short summary of his journey in evangelism. Uh, yes, I was, I was born at a very young age in Bendigo, Victoria. Uh, only weighed about seven pounds. Um, it was a long time ago, 70 odd years ago now, 73 years ago. But no, I, I gave my life to Christ at um, when I was, I don't know, 26 years of age. And um, God got a hold of us pretty quickly. Um, I came to the Lord over in South Australia and um, God moved really quickly in our lives. And uh, I had my first church started a couple of a few years later. A couple of years later, I pioneered a little church, and uh, and then we were involved opening churches. And I was a youth pastor for Andrew Evans over in South Australia, and um, came to Victoria and uh, was at Dandenong Church in Victoria and had a, a Bendigo first. We pioneered up there in Bendigo, and then um, down to uh, Dandenong, and then we've been involved opening churches, and then we sort of moved more into global evangelism, and um, that's grown over the years and had the thrill of preaching on every continent of the earth except the Antarctic, and we're hoping to do a crusade up there with uh, penguins and sea lions, which would be pretty good. But, uh, no, we preached all over the world and seen great great meetings, big meetings in many nations of the earth and uh, have a passion for Jesus that's still strong, and, um, and that sort of sums it up in about a minute and a bit. So for three nights, you've got in sale a series of meetings. What can people expect for that? Well, we, we met up with uh, Pastor Brian Heath and we know a number of the other pastors from the whole area of, um, of Gippsland. In fact, over the years, I used to bring a tent down there. I don't know if you knew that, uh, David, but um, we, we actually had tent meetings in, I think we had them in Morwell and I think Taralgan over the years and and uh, always felt like there's something... Uh, that that was pretty exciting about that the whole region. I even did a, did some meetings in a place called Currumburra, um, I think in the railway station there or something like that. We did so, so it's a, a fair bit had gone on and down in Warrigal and I knew a lot of the guys and uh, I don't even know how we connected up with Pastor Brian Heath and we start. I have no idea how we actually started to talk, but we started, you could maybe explain that, Brian, because it it just sort of happened, didn't it? And uh, I'm not sure how, but it did. And we started to talk about the possibility of coming down. And um, and so we decided to do a couple of training nights just in evangelism, in power evangelism, and talking to people about the power of God and healing. And these are the areas that I love to see people have an encounter with the Holy Ghost, and we talked about okay, and people came out, and they started to come. The first week there were a good number there, and then the next week some others came in from all over. So we had people from across Gippsland come in, and uh, we talked about coming down 
for the last weekend, the well, it's not quite the Australia Day, but the post-Australia Day um, weekend and uh, do a series of meetings. And so we, we're going to, we're coming down Friday and uh, we're preaching Friday night. And then uh, my wife, who's got a powerful gift of God, is going to do a ladies' meeting on Saturday morning and then we're going to go Saturday night and Sunday and two meetings Sunday. And we really emphasise the fact that God is supernatural and real. Um, Christianity is not some dead form. It's not about just um, knowing a God who's a distant God or just trying to please a God who's out there somewhere and trying to live morally with a, a God who's out there. But we want to emphasise the fact that he is a living God, that he, he's a, uh, not just, I mean, when you consider that the universe is so large that the sun itself um if, if the earth was a golf ball, I was the guy teaching on it. If the earth was a golf ball, um, the uh, sun would be 15 feet in diameter. And yet there are planets and suns out there in this universe that God's created that are so enormous that our sun would look like a pinprick um, out there on the scale of these massive things that are there. And that's how God... But he's not just a God who's a creator, but he's a God who's very intimate. He's a God who wants to meet people very personally. And he and for the bigness of the universe, he says, my thoughts for you and for every person even listening right now, my thoughts are as finite as the bigness of the universe. They're the very number of hairs on the head are numbered. His thoughts towards us individually, God says, are as the sand of the sea. And so we want to present a God who is incredibly personal, um, who's incredibly interested intimately in every person who he's created, but also he wants to encounter them. He wants people to have an encounter that is so life-changing that once they've encountered the living God, they're never the same. That was my experience. I'm sure that was yours and Pastor Brian's. Once you encounter God, and so the emphasis of the weekend will be um, an encounter with a living God. And that may come in the, in the form of being touched by his presence, feeling his presence, um, having a relationship where you actually find him as your Lord and Saviour, where Christ himself, he says, I will actually come and indwell you. I'll come into your life. I'll wash you clean of sin and take residence within you and, and um We'll also emphasise that he's the God who heals. He heals the sick. When Jesus walked around, he demonstrated the reality of the Father by healing and doing miracles. And so we will be praying and emphasising the fact that he's a miracle-working God and, that, and we'll be praying for the sick. And so um, we're going to be believing that people that are suffering will be healed. And so it's a good place to come at the weekend. Um, we're also, uh, we believe that God wants to make himself so real that um, as, as you um, encounter him, you start to live in a place, not just getting around with your Bible, but living with the one who wrote the Bible, mm. living with the author, walking with him, talking with him. So it's a really, we're looking at a weekend of real encounter um, this weekend. And, uh, and I, I do believe that something very wonderful is going to happen. In fact, 
I'm going out for prayer after the, after we've talked and uh, I'm going to get out and take a bit of time just getting ready. I've been praying and seeking God. We, we want something significant to happen that I think is going to impact right through Gippsland ultimately. So, so Pastor Brian, you'd be uh, very much entering this weekend full of... Uh excitement but also uh, expectation oh yeah absolutely i i think uh you know i'm part of the sale community and the gippsland community and uh i think probably this part of the world is like uh the rest of australia at the moment where people have been through uh two very difficult years due to unprecedented things happening beyond our control and uh you know, uh, one of the things that I've really observed is that uh, uh, there is a real growing interest uh, in in God, in in uh, people wanting to know who Jesus is. Uh, it's been quite surprising, really, and we've noticed that. And I think uh, uh, Tim coming into the region is just the perfect time to come in. Uh, the churches around Gippsland, uh, there's a amazing cooperation it's really great uh, we had a uh, a welcome to tim and his team uh, there wednesday last week and i think we had around about 25 people ministers mainly from other churches in gippsland that uh, came along to uh, meet so it's not just our church running this uh, we are fortunate enough that we've got the uh, the cobbin coast stables in sale as a amazing premises that can hold a great crowd. Uh, we're, we're really uh, hoping that you can come and join us. Uh, it's welcome to, uh, everyone is welcome. It is, uh, the meetings are at 7 p.m. Uh, Friday, Saturday and Sunday on the next weekend. So that's great. That's exciting. And uh, yeah, Pastor Tim, you mentioned about um, God being super, supernatural and, and, and real. And, and having that intimate relationship with God. Is that lack of relationship or not, not knowing there's that relationship? Where is that getting society at the moment? There's a lot of people that know God from a distance. Um, I know there's a lot of people that I know. Um, I know them from television. I know them from the newspaper. There are people that we've been brought up with um, that we know from a distance, but we don't know them personally. Um, I've watched every Clint Eastwood movie that's probably ever been made over the years, I, and I feel like I, I know him. Not that he's probably maybe we show his movies in church, but I've always in, enjoyed his movies. They're, you know, they're, they're good, honest Western movies, but um, probably not everyone would would agree. But I've, I've watched his movies, and I feel as though you almost know the man. You know what he's done. You know the movies he's made. You know that he was the mayor there and, and you know his life. But if I was to be in a room with him, he doesn't know me and I don't really know him, even though I know so much about him, I actually don't know him. And it's possible for people to know God in that way. They know he's there. They've seen the works of his hands. They know that there's stuff going on right now where they feel like maybe they really need to know him in this season. They know he's real. There's a lot of people have a real expectation that as the Bible speaks about his coming, that his coming must be soon. And they know all about that. And they've heard about that over the years. And they've heard about, you know, all the things that are said about the end times and so on. 
So they know from a distance. And there's a lot of people that have a faith in God from a distance. They talk to a God who's distant. They don't even feel they can have that intimate relationship with him. They know him from a distance. Then there comes that moment of time when something happens, when the word is preached or when something takes place where suddenly it's a little bit like falling in love where you know, a man might put, you might know a, a girl for a long time, you might be friends, and then one day there's that spark, that spark that says, hey, this is different. And there comes that moment where a person knows about God, but there comes that moment where there is a supernatural spark that you can't explain where suddenly there's that intimacy to know him, to walk with him, and to, to come into something absolutely magnificent with him. And uh, we talk about that as a born-again experience. Um, an old man came to Jesus and uh, Nicodemus, and he came by night, and he came and he said, we know you've come from God, and so on. And Jesus said, Nicodemus, truly you must be born again. He said, how can I be born again? See, he was a believer in Jesus. He was a believer in him. He believed who Jesus was, and he'd come to find out more. He'd come from a distance to know him personally. And he said, Nicodemus, you must be born again. He said, I'm an old man. How can I be born again a second time? And he said, can I go back into the mother's womb again? Jesus said, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, but that which is born of the spirit spirit and I think there's that moment or the Bible seems to point to that moment where our relationship goes from a distance to that absolute intimate spark where we have that relationship where we know him and our spirit is quickened to life and suddenly we're engulfed with the reality of the fact that God is not out there but he's actually come to indwell us and I think that's the ultimate thing that every person desires. And I think we live in a season right now with hurting, confused, fearful people that are longing to have that spark where suddenly Jesus Christ becomes dramatically real to them. And even people listening now may be going, that's what I need. I need that. And it's a simple prayer away. It's just a prayer away. A large part of that is having that faith, having a, a strong, rigid faith that God, to have a, a loving God and he is real. How, how important is having that faith in this day and age? I wouldn't like to be living in these times without a walk with you. To be honest, the world is so uncertain and I do believe that there's so much stuff going on without going into any detail. There's so much stuff happening that... I believe that, and, and really looking at the Bible, I believe it's a time when Satan has, is really doing everything in his power to shake this, to shake this world up. And, um, and I, I do think that, and I, and I think scripturally, we're coming to that time in history with a great confrontation where Jesus is going to come in all of his dominion and seize back everything to himself. It's the shakings before that time. It's the beginning of sorrows. And in that, there is an awful lot of unease. There are, in fact, I find people everywhere 
are ill at ease. They're troubled. They can't explain it. I say, I say to them, do you feel like there's something in the atmosphere or in everything that's going on that just doesn't seem to be right? Is there something that is troubling you and you can't put your finger on it, you can't explain it? And I think you'll find that most people in our society are aware that there's something that just doesn't seem to add up that's going on. And in it all, they're opening up and so many people are beginning to say, hey, I think in the uncertainty of life, they're, they're realising this. Jesus said when you build a house, there's two places to build a house. You build it on solid rock or build it on sand. And most people have their, their lives built on sand and sand moves. And what we're seeing now is that all the sand on which, which has seemed stable to people is all starting to move. It's as though the things in life that have been stable are ceasing to be stable. It's really as though um, things that were nailed down um, are, are becoming unglued and people are uncertain financially, physically, mentally. Mentally, the, the effects on people's minds over the last two years has been extraordinarily bad. So in all that, people are aware, hey, I'm standing on some very temporary sand. And Jesus said, you've got to get off the sand and get your feet on solid rock. And I think what people are looking for is somewhere where they can stand feeling stable, secure and confident in this time. And the only place that is going to be stable, secure and full of confidence is to actually be standing on the rock Christ Jesus. That's what the Bible says. And it's becoming a reality. Um, our society is shifting so quickly. We've, we've watched America um, going from one place to another um, and, and things just changing, the Middle East changing so dramatically. Our society so uncertain and people want the solid rock and he's that's jesus and i think yeah that's a long way around answering your question but i would say people are right now saying can i anchor my feet on certainty and the only certainty on this planet now is jesus jesus christ there is there is no other certainty um someone said the two certain things are death and taxes and but the only certain thing eternally is that you might walk and know Jesus because there is an eternity to face after this. Yeah. But he's the strength now. That's a long way around with that question, isn't it? That's a good way to answer it. That, oh, that's Pastor Brody. Is that right to that? He comes pretty grand there. Yeah, I think, uh, well, uh, I guess at the beginning, my story is similar to Tim. At some stage, it came to that point where uh, I had the opportunity, I heard the... Uh, the uh, gospel presented in a similar way to what Tim has uh, just said it there. And it was like, uh, you know, it was quite a while ago. It was on our honeymoon, actually. Uh, Lynn and myself at a Billy Graham crusade uh, decided to make our relationship <coughs> with uh, Jesus real and more personal. And that was the beginning of our journey. And it, it's a wonderful thing. And uh, I think it is the way to go and the only way to go. So, Tim, we're really happy you're coming to Gippsland. Uh, uh, be absolutely fabulous time with you and your team. It's going to be great. 
It's it's interesting the Billy Graham thing that that does give your age away a little, by the way. <laughs> but I, I had the privilege of going to Billy Billy Graham's meetings. But uh, you wonder how many people out there actually were touched or saved or impacted or it was their part of their journey with Billy Graham. Incredible. But I, a friend of mine was in a meeting. I was preaching once, and I preached on the fact that inside every person there is a God-shaped vacuum. And it's a vacuum that can only ever be satisfied by Jesus. You can try and fill it with drugs, alcohol, free sex, pornography, whatever people are trying to fill that vacuum in their life with. There's only one thing that ever satisfies, and that's when Jesus comes in to fill that vacuum. And I'm sure there's listeners right now, and you're sitting there listening, maybe in the car, whatever, and there's a vacuum in your life. We say to you, the only person that can fulfill and satisfy that vacuum is Jesus, a living relationship with him. The only solid place to stand on this planet right now is on the rock, Christ Jesus, because everything else is going to pass away. But uh, anyway, there's a few thoughts, Dave. Very good. Should we pray for people before we go? That'd be a great idea. Well, you may be out there listening now and, and as we've been sharing, something's stirring you and you know that and you feel stirred. Hey, I've got to walk with Jesus. I've got to know Jesus. I've got to have that relationship with him. And it's something you maybe be you're there and, and you know that you once walked with him and now you're far from him, but something is stirring you again and saying, hey, it's time. It's time. Time to come back. And uh, you maybe, you know, have walked a long way away. Well, one prayer will bring you straight back. And he's waiting. He's like the prodigal father, the father waiting for the prodigal son. As the son walked his way, the father ran his way. Every step the son took, the father ran steps and came to him and embraced him. And so just pray this prayer with me. Dear Jesus, I believe that you are the son of God. Would you come into my life today? Fill me afresh. Satisfy that spiritual hunger and be the rock under my feet and give you my life. I receive you as Lord, my Saviour and my King. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Oh, great. Uh, good. Yeah, it's a very good way to finish. Thank you for joining me here on Life FM and uh, here's to a great weekend. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bless you guys. That was Tim Hall and Brian Heath joining myself, David Braithwaite, to discuss the weekend of inspirational meetings to be held at the Stables, 199 Raymond Street Sale. A reminder of those meeting times, Friday and Saturday from 7pm and Sunday 10am and 7pm. That's all for now. Thanks for listening. I'm David Braithwaite and this is 1039 Life FM Gippsland.